Welcome back, beautiful people. It is episode three, bittersweet. It's the last episode of this three-part series. Well, I mean, you know, at least for this series. We'll be back next week for more stuff. But this one, this one is still about all the small businesses out there. There's entrepreneurs, okay? You creative artists. It's all about independence, individuality, right? And it's all about endorsing and promoting your brand in the metaverse and all the benefits around it. Now, we've already gone through the first four benefits in episode one and two. We talked about selling your virtual goods, VIP access to NFTs, the virtual showrooms, right? Or changing the entire customer experience through a community, right? That's what it's all about, being social, interacting. And that interacting doesn't stop, right? That brings us into the final two benefits here. Now, of course, there's so many more benefits to be had, but these are the major ones, and we want to wrap it up good for you. We want to hang out with this one because these these last two right here, it's heavy, it's heavy, and you want a piece of it. And let me tell you, we're going to start off, we're going to dive right in here with benefit number five, product customization. Another way that the metaverse can help your brand is through product customization, customizers and you know configurators. These live demos allow users to customize products to their exact specifications, such as vehicles or sunglasses. Now, users can also try on the product or see it in real time, giving them the ability to explore whether their ideal product truly matches what they are looking for. Product customization in marketing is about modifying products to meet the customer's demand. And customers can choose for themselves, and you know we see this mostly online, an example that we see often is the customers can choose the color of each part of the shoe, for, you know, something that we've seen with Nike ID. Choose your favorite car colors and, you know, you can also change the interiors, you know, little details here and there with seats. And uh, then, of course, choosing the color for each type of furniture according to your needs, which is, you know, again, product customization to the best of the ability, whatever suits you, whether it be something that's premium, something that's maybe a little bit more casual, more affordable. It can create a good experience and the opportunity to turn into higher sales as well. And uh, just like I mentioned, Nike is doing a great job at this, custom making shoes. Nike provides many different options for each part of the shoe of their customers to choose. So you can choose the color of each part of it, materials, and so much more, even engraving, of course. A product can be customized, personalized, or even both. Either way, it happens. Shoppers typically use what's called a product configurator. This is basically a fancy term for, you know, an, an interface that lets you visualize and select your options. Product customization is in addition to creating a good experience for customers. It also becomes a competitive advantage when compared to competitors who still produce traditional products. And if the brand or business will do it in the manner of mass communication or customization, that must be a fairly large business because it is related to the production cost. But with new technologies that have emerged, such as 3D printers or 3D printing, small businesses, hello, small businesses, I used, you know, how's it going, entrepreneurs out there, <laughs> they can actually customize their products to customers even more. The advantage of customization is that the customers feel that they're getting a unique experience with a unique product that is different from everyone else. It also allows customers to spend more time communicating, interacting with brands. Some brands can customize their products through the application, and now we can see that almost every industry has adopted the concept of product customization, such as, you know, through clothing, furniture, real estate, cars, bicycles, watches, computers, mobile phones, what have you. And so you've had the, the advantages of here, uh, of, of 
product customization is through, you know, increasing the price. You can do anything that looks so special that customers feel they have fulfilled their needs. This has the value that comes with the price and that has automatically increased. Even if the customer is aware of this point, the price should not be increased until the customer feels that it exceeds the value received. And it is really, truly a wonderful experience. People in the particular group want something unique to show their identity that goes with their lifestyle. By allowing customers to choose what they like themselves, ultimately, it's an experience that they want from your brand and your brand only. And that, of course, creates customer loyalty. When customers are more satisfied with what they want and the product enhances their pride and their personality, they become the most loyal customers of your brand in the long term. This is undoubtedly a point that every brand needs and wants to achieve. Then we look at benefit number two in this episode, which of course sums it all up. We're, we're, we're coming to the end here. It's actually benefit number six in the grander scheme of things here of endorsing and your, you know promoting your brand in the metaverse is of course reaching a massive massive new audience. One of the biggest opportunities for brands to thrive in the metaverse is by leveraging the lack of geographical restrictions. Unlike a physical store that can really only reach a certain number of people within the area of its location, the metaverse is boundless. It also provides you with a built-in audience to which you can sell, such as the audience for the video game industry, which is bigger than that of the sports or film industries combined. Uh, Selling virtual products such as skins and other in-game goods is a great way to tap into a younger audience. Uh, They will be be the ones most likely to become major players in the metaverse because, I mean, that is is the audience that you're trying to play towards. Now, due to the metaverse's data-driven nature, uh, this can help businesses reach their target demographic both in the metaverse as well as the other online environments. When a potential customer engages with the product or service in the virtual world, we can monitor their behavior and create lookalike audiences on you know, other online social platforms accordingly. So the metaverse also allows a different level of engagement between a business and its consumers by creating an environment that is more involving and interactive, just as we mentioned earlier. Now, business can even obtain a higher level of retention along with engagement, especially attracting the next generation, like Gen Zers. Research actually uh, dictates, we found this here in, in, in our you know, Metaverse of Madness uh, research that we do here with the crew, uh, that they found that, that 65% of Gen Z have spent money specifically on virtual gadgets that are used within games only which indicates an already existing market accessible in the in the metaverse. Now, you can reach audiences across platforms such as um, Decentraland, The Sandbox, and Sonium Space, which are some of the most well-known metaverse platforms and users interacting in the metaverse using 3D equipment, VR hardware, or consoles. The metaverse also allows interacting with the audience using innovative content such as you know 3D experiences and using augmented realities. Personas of target audiences interacting in the metaverse. You know, we've got men, we've got women, low income, average income, high income. Everyone is actually curious or interested. Like I said before in previous episodes, there is something for everyone. Now, given the current wave, the metaverse is the ideal place to connect the physical world to the online one due to the convenience it provides by overcoming the geographical barriers and connecting people all over the world using both hardware and software. There you go, ladies and gentlemen, that pretty much sums it all up. We've given you six major benefits, and the last two here in episode three, those are pretty big ones, those are heavy ones. 
I hope. Now, we, you know, the entire idea here with the Metaverse of Madness crew, we wanted you guys, entrepreneurs, small business owners out there, creatives who really want to get your brand out there, you want to get your work out there. This is a great way to do it. The Metaverse is a, a, I wouldn't say an ideal place. You're going to have to figure it out by yourself. You actually have to experience it and actually go through it. But we're all still beginners here. We're still in the beginning stages. You're not an early adopter. We get it. But I know that you're curious enough and that's all you need. Gain a little bit of knowledge. Just, you know, we're, we're, help, we're helping you out here in the process, trying to be your companions. And uh, get that knowledge that you need and just really focus on how you want to take your brand and how you want to represent it to the rest of the world and to a completely new audience. Okay? I'm telling you, you're not going to be disappointed. Okay? Just, just give it a try. Give it a shot. Well, guys, that pretty much wraps up this uh, three-part series of promoting your brand in the metaverse. I hope you've learned something. I hope you gained something. And I hope, I hope you really give the metaverse a chance. Give it a shot. See if it works out. Well, it probably will. It's the future. And, you know, you're meant for the future. Until next time, guys, take care.